Introduction. Welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, featuring the open-minded musings of two late 40s curmudgeons, staring down the prospect of entertainment relevance joyfully. I'm your co-host, Bill Scurry of America Caesar Enterprises, which, as everybody knows, probably on the East Coast more specifically, we are the sole remaining producer of those car bras that were really popular in the 80s and 90s, which for some reason only really sheathed the front grille and headlight section of your car, but they were extremely popular with Mazda Miata drivers for some reason above all else. Oh, a car bra, like brassiere, those, oh, those yes. car brassieres. Yes. Yeah, what purpose did those serve? Uh, the idea was is that it was supposed to prevent like the ding of small pebbles from scraping up your um, you know your grill and the sort of hood of your car, and it was really made for like your Porsche drivers. It was supposed right. to be for right. like sports cars. Sports cars, yeah. Yeah, but then people were like were putting them on like Cutlass Sierras and stuff that had no business like be treating it like it was some kind of Italian finery, and I never quite understood this. But it, it was another like like the beeper back in the day. Like it was a status symbol to have on Long Island, you know. Well, but beepers were technologically made irrelevant because of mobile phones. Right. But that wasn't until the late 90s. But for the early right. 90s, Is, the beeper yeah, was if like... if you have a beeper, you're a special person. Yeah. In, in spite of yeah. the fact that you, no, one ever, no one ever called you. No, I'm saying kids in high school. My high school had oh, beepers. Oh, had beepers. Really? Yeah. yeah. No one in my high school had a beeper. Yeah. That was a thing. It was a status symbol. The champion sweatshirt, the Nike shoe, and the beeper. And the it, beeper. Yeah. Why would a teenager need a beeper? It doesn't make any sense because other kids had them and it made it seem like, all right, so the thing is somebody beeped you. That means you need to find a phone to make the call to return the call somebody's right. beeping you for. Right. None exactly. of this, this chain of this chain of title is so boggling and bewildering. I don't understand. Do you remember there were ads on TV? I never saw one in real life. There were ads on TV for selling the kids an answering machine for your locker. <laughs> Wait, Do you remember so, this? Yeah, kids would come by and like, how would they begin the I, tape recording? I remember the ad. You see like pretty popular girl, like is go the whole ad, she's going to her locker, she's getting stuff. It's like between class. And while she's there, she's listening to her messages. Like, oh my God, Heather, we need to do this. Oh, Heather, hey. And then like, I heard about it and like, yeah, it's a faulty concept because the only kids who could leave messages, like you had to give them some little unit, Right. Oh. So there's a limited number of people who could leave messages. They have to have the unit with them. Yeah, it really did not seem practical. And I think I remember hearing at school, oh, so-and-so got one of those. But I never saw one in the wild. Yeah, that's a that's a technology that I'm surprised they actually manufactured it. But, but you're talking, like, I'm just, we're describing a, a kind of, like, a conspicuous consumption articles Oh, from yeah. from no, but from a particular time and place that are betwixt and between a bunch of like stuff that doesn't mean anything, just total jetsam, you know. I mean, you know, cultures moved even more in that direction. I know, but at least now the idea, like a cell phone, I mean, it started off as a conspicuous consumption, but it kind of always had right. this inherent use to it, you know, even before. And now you can't live without it. Right. I exactly. Mean, are we still seeing right wingers who are like, this person can't be homeless? They have a cell phone. Oh yeah, no, that's expect that's, them to that's, get a job without. That is still <laughs> that is still a uh, litany for sure. Absolutely, I have no doubt about that. Yeah, uh, I'm googling answering machine for your locker. 1987 teen locker answering machine TV ad is on YouTube. We'll watch it later. The Class Act Express It, a teen locker answering machine. Wait, what? Yeah, that's probably it. Can we we'll get watch it? it later? I do, do remember Christmas is coming up in a few months, so maybe <laughs> I need that for my locker. 
I mean, I don't even think you can get a regular answering machine now. Although Google App, and there there are a bunch. You can get one on Amazon digital answering machine for twenty four. You know what, Noah? I I can imagine a beautiful future where somehow I can leave a message for somebody. You know, uh, easier know. than that. But you know what? I guess it's just it's a, through the veil of tears. We won't know how to do that. We're not that it's kind of never technology. Yeah, it won't Anyway, work. hello. My name is Noah Tarno. I'm the founder and the senior quiz master of the big quiz thing. It's true. He is. The, yes, it is true. The trivia game show spectacular. And uh, leave, welcome to leave our him show. a message. <laughs> leave a message. <laughs> I also remember the ads for the, the answer machine songs. Nobody's home. Uh, yeah. Nobody's home. Yeah. I forget when you were. <laughs> yes. I do remember reading like an etiquette, etiquette book. Speaking of etiquette, because that will be a topic today. An etiquette book in the 80s. And like one of the tips was, Resist the urge to make a cutesy, outgoing message on your answering machine. And I stand by that. Like, I, I'm not a fan of like, hey, I, like, I just, hey, thank you for calling. Leave a message. Like, I just think beyond that, you're asking for trouble. Mm-hmm. I did a John Travolta impression on our family. My, I was asked to by my mom. but that's <laughs> Are you serious? Me. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, was like 89, Why? 90. So what was the, what was the, what's the, I've never heard oh, of John Travolta. Not, it sounds like Dave, well, it's, 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 it's probably Bob, Dana, Dana Carvey's version of, yeah. Oh, Bob, so weird. I want to yeah, that's message. it. Exactly. Yeah. It's so weird. You're calling yeah. me and leaving a message. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. It's, it's more Bob Arino than Travolta. It's just, you know what? If you make it a little deeper, it becomes a Tony Danza just a little bit, you know? Yo. That's, that's so weird. You're not here right You're now. A Stick around. It's so weird. Angela. You're leaving a message. Yeah, Angela. Uh, who's the boss? That show was weird. Dueling. Welcome to the Dueling Tony Danza Impression Podcast. Uh, all right. So thank you. This is, we thank you. We were, we were off for a few weeks. Mr. William here went to, uh, the land of mummies and, uh, pyramids. And, Bi- and Bibles too. Don't forget Bibles. Kind of and important. Bibles, yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, we took a pause and, but what we do on the show is we look at topics that are things that are hot, things that are happening, things that are trends. And Bill came back from his trip with a with a bit of bit of a bug up his posterior. A head of steam, you might say. Uh, he just told me it was a good trip. It was a good trip, right, Bill? Yes, sir. Excellent trip. Fantastic. It was slightly marred by a trend Mr. William has noticed. And uh, we're going to talk about today. And we found a term for it. It's not all over the internet, but it is. We found a few articles that talk that gave a name to this trend. And the name is loud casting. So I, I've decided that's what we're going to call it. So Bill, explain to our, our eager, eager listeners, we're so happy to have us back, explain to them what loud casting is and why it threatened to, to blemish your fantastic trip to the Holy Land. Well, I uh, did not have a word for this. I'm so glad you found a, a one word thing because it really, I, whether or not it's the real deal, we're going to call it this. And I think it's a great, I, why don't you say casting, it? Yeah. yeah. When I said it to my wife, she goes, oh, that's a great name. That makes sense. It's really punchy. And I think, it, you know, she's like, that does speak to what the phenomenon is. Right. I mean, we, we, we didn't coin it. It is out there. Yeah, 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 you yeah, Google yeah. loud casting, you get a few articles about this. And then in many articles, uh, a, a podcast about the band Kiss yeah. called the Shout It Out Loudcast. That's a little different. So there you go. Yeah, not We're quite. not going to do an episode on that. No, no, we, we get we get everything we get everything about that. So, loudcasting, as uh, Noah said, it's a neologism. You know, uh, we're going to apply it here, and we'll just we'll all agree that for now on, when you when you see this in public, you you too will call it loudcasting. It describes the practice of playing audio in public over smartphone speakers. I think it's quite literally as simple as that. Um, now, the kind of ritual here is a hallowed tradition going back a long while. I mean, it, to the very least, um, 
Radio Raheem from Do the Right Thing, you know, with, with, the, <laughs> with the guy with the boombox on his shoulder playing yeah. rap. You know, that, yeah. that, that, that's that, a, that was an image in the 70s. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there was some guy running around with like a a, bec, a Bakelite a phonograph on his chest, like back in the 19 teens. I have no doubt that he was playing, um, you know, old, old fashioned tiger rags and things like that. It I, was I, it was attached to the handlebars of his penny farthing. Yeah, his bone shaker. Somebody has always been doing this. This is just merely the, you know, the peak, the apex of this. Because we have these things in our pockets that play squawky music. Um, so anyway, anywhere. You not just talk- music, not just music. Right, that's true. Uh, TikTok will wind up being coming into this as a sort of prime, um, a prime, a prime offender, or at least a fuel for the grist for the mill. So anywhere you find human beings congregating in shared spaces, you can cross-reference that with, I believe the term, not the term, but the, the figure I found was 80% smartphone usage in our modern world. That's a pretty large uh, crossover. And that, you know, I was going to say Western world, but I mean, that's bullshit because it's not, it's, it's planet-wide. I mean, I traveled this, this world over the seven seas with the exception of where they shot the thing up in, in Antarctica. I've been most other places and it's like smartphones are, it's, it's become the way people do business. You may not have a desktop computer, you may not have an iPad, but the smartphone has become just like anything. It is a building block of life. You may not have a locker answering machine, but you have a smartphone. Yeah, you skipped right over it. Again, what a beautiful world we live in. So um, if you couple this uh, smartphone penetration with the modern solipsism of everyone thinking that they are inside their living room, at all times, no matter where they are, you get this noxious display of bad social hygiene. Uh, I am inclined to term this uh, as a young person's phenomenon on account of these generations being digital natives. But I mean, I, it would be erroneous to leave out the, the scores and scores of middle aged and boomers who do it in public as well. And those are the same people I, see, I, I still have the ring around on the movie theater. You know, that, that's another so much bad social hygiene compounding. Uh, over one thing or another. And um, I know, I think one of the articles you sent to me, uh, it was from Dangerous Minds. I think that's what it was. It was this author named Drew McGarry. You know what a fucking YouTube video sounds like to secondhand listeners? Here's what it sounds like. Bracket, loud screaming. Bracket, teens laughing about something, probably slime. Bracket, boing sound effect. Bracket, mindless chatter that sounds like a gaggle of geese by a lake. Bracket, someone shoving an ice pick into your eardrum. Bracket, more active screaming. And that is pretty much as impressionistic as you can get, but that is more exactly what it sounds like. So here's the thing. Noah led off by saying something absolutely correct. I came back and um, I had I had a big, big head of steam about this. I had a personal reaction. This isn't like, you know, a book. This isn't a movie. This isn't a trend. This isn't, this isn't sourdough. This isn't a clothing line. This is something different. This is like a phenomenon. This is like a little bit of hygiene, let's call it that way. So let me, as fast as I can, I'll, I'll recap what happened to me and what put this in my head. I was traveling from Holland to the Sinai of Egypt via Istanbul. Uh, I, Noah says I live a very sainted life. This is a great white person, first world problem to have, but I'm, I'm going to indulge in grousing about it anyway. So in this process, I was witness to something I actually have to acknowledge I don't normally see. I live my life on a bicycle in, in Holland. You know, or in dark movie theaters or and in, in, in some other third category with earbuds or earphones in as I'm listening to podcasts in public more likely. Or I'm at home myself. So this was the first time I think in a grand scale I paid attention to this in a different way. I probably flew in a different way than I normally do because I was in cities I don't normally go to. So I kind of white knuckled the tableau without earbuds in, really trying to maintain it. I couldn't recharge things. And so I was thinking, well, I'll just read. I'll read off of devices. And so let's let the owl roll. 
uh, environment. I'll, 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 I'll hear what this is like for the first time. So whether it's airport terminals, the resort that I stayed at on the Sinai, I was there without ear baffles and I was overtaken immediately with how terrible the problem has become. And of course, that's just me eliding years and years of ramp up. So I go from not noticing this to hearing it ubiquitously everywhere from all these people I don't normally travel with, um, you know. And so um, I don't take transit in Holland because I have a bicycle. Um, you know, I generally put earbuds in, like I say. So I... Was, was a real handshake deal with a lot of my fellow humans of seeing, oh, this is what you guys are doing with your cell phones. It's almost everybody is thumbing through TikTok. Almost everybody is going to YouTube. In some cases, they're playing music, but it was just media. In a lot of cases, at like slot machine speed randomness, where they were just going from one thing to another. And so the Drew McGarry description, as click, click, click as it would go, it's like that was pretty accurate. Where and everybody was doing this. I was I was amazed that it seemed to cut across class lines and cut across ethnicity, it cut across, it cut across race. Um, just when I think it's like, oh, this is a bunch of Italian teenagers. I saw an older black woman in Istanbul airport waiting, doing the same exact thing. And I'm like, wow, this this really is an entry level fuck up. Everybody gets to do this. It seems so ubiquitous, and it seemed it was. It, and I think there's there's something about it that like pokes into a nerve in your tooth, like uh, Lawrence Olivier and, and Marathon Man. It, nobody likes this, but for some reason we all deal with it, we all tolerate it, and I don't quite know. And that's why I felt like I needed to come back and dump this on Noah's shoes. And so you know how I feel about it, but Noah, how did you yeah. how did you eat this concept up? I gotta ask you honestly, why is this a problem? Why is this something other than it annoys you? Why is this a problem? It is a problem because it annoys me, and it's a problem because I can okay. see that I can see that it annoys everybody except the person doing it until they themselves. But it doesn't annoy doing everyone it. because everybody's doing it, according to you. I'm sorry, dude, but the law etiquette isn't about. What annoys you? Your preference doesn't win out. If you had in your hand a sulfur stink bomb and everywhere you went, yeah. you just threw it, a glass ampule on the ground and caused it to you know, emit a noxious stench, you know, you could say it's like, what? What's the problem? Everybody's doing it. And it's like, yet you're creating this, this hazard to the nose, eye-watering Hazard. Yeah. Hazard is different from annoyance. Uh, I think it's, in this case, I think it's the same thing. And let me, let me ask you this. If it was just people talking to each other, being social, laughing, telling jokes, would that be as big a problem? Uh, over a certain volume, I think it would be. It would be a cause for concern if people were truly, um, uh, if they truly had no, no sense of boundary in terms of how loud they were being, that they were grabbing. Well, but the, what uh, if they want to talk loudly? I mean, why they want to talk? You, don't, you want quiet. They want to talk loudly. Why, do you, why are you right in their role? Because they, they want something else. Why? Why not their preference? Because they can talk quiet. They're opting not to. Maybe they can't. Maybe they're you know. Maybe they have some neurological condition. I don't know. Should I mention at this point that when I was eating dinner at this resort in Egypt, and you know, I'd say the clientele was fifty percent Italian national Italian uh, nationals coming from somewhere in the boot because the hotel was owned by an Italian entity. It was about 40% Russian and some mixture thereof of German speakers from a combination of Austria, Switzerland, and Germany. As I was sitting at the table eating dinner one night, I heard these English people with thick accents. And I looked over and they looked like complete hype beasts. You know, they were wearing like Gucci slides, the ball cap, New York Yankees ball caps, t-shirts, gold chains. And the guy was saying, bro, bro, I don't like rules, bro. I don't like rules. As I noticed, he's actually, he's smoking inside the restaurant which is no smoking i see he's doing it surreptitiously and his girlfriend is vaping surreptitiously as they're sitting there saying i just don't like ruse bruv 
and I, I had to, I had to pipe up and say, it's like, I, it, friends, that is coming right over at me, and I think you know. It's a it. health hazard. It's a health hazard. Okay. Nonetheless, but, but but music. Look, get with the game, Grandpa. I know you find video games annoying and TikTok annoying, but this is the way the world works now. And, you know, I mean, this is part of the problem with the, the Republican Party in the U.S. right now. They think that what makes them uncomfortable is an existential threat and therefore should be illegal. And they should violate the Constitution to stop it. Just because you don't like something doesn't make it bad. Well, how do you feel about it, though? I know that this is an archetypal discussion. How does it actually right, strike right, your right, public? Right. I, I, I basically agree with you, Bill. I think there's a germ of truth to everything I just said. I, I find it rude. You know, I, it's funny when when Walkmen first emerged in 1979 and then through the 80s, people criticized those because simply the fact of wearing earphones and listening and being engaged with something in public that isn't the world around you was considered rude. And you could have made the argument at the time, like, well, why is that any ruder than reading a newspaper when you're riding the subway, right? You're engaging with not the world around you, reading reading a book, whatever. Um, so the goalposts move. They have to move. And I agree with you. This, And I say it's a, not like smoke. Smoke is a health hazard. I mean, I think noise can be a health hazard. It's not as easy to quantify, but it can be a health hazard. And it's annoying. And this is what... I think etiquette is. And yes, etiquette changes over time, but it serves a purpose, provided it's reasonable and, and equitably applied to people, just to make the world more civically engaged. And I think that has real you know, benefits in that we're nicer to each other. We get more done. We're more helpful if we have a greater sense of civic unity. Asabea is a term from um, the ancient... Uh, Arabs or something. Anyway, I, I was reminded of it because my nephew studied it in college and he and I were talking about it. Um, I think that's important. And I think we saw a lot of that in the pandemic. These people are like, well, I don't have to wear a mask because I, I have the right to do what I want. You don't have complete rights. You know, you can't, I think most people agree it's good you can't smoke in public because this hurts other people. I think most people agree you can't punch someone in the face if they annoy you. You know, we don't have absolute freedom. And part of that is because we are a civilization, civics, which comes from civilization. And I think this is a chipping away at it because you're right. It is rude and it annoys other people and it doesn't have to be that way. Um, and then just the philosophical thing of people not being present. And it's an escalation of that idea from reading the newspaper to wearing, you know, listening to Walkman to actually watching something with the noise out there. So the headphones be one thing, but the noise, you are, you are so not present that you were completely ignorant of how it affects other people. That said, Bill, reading all these things online, all these stories on Reddit, people talking about, oh, someone was playing music, annoyed me. I asked them to stop and they yelled at me and screamed at me. I don't see, A, I don't see this phenomenon very much. I'm not noticing this happen. Maybe if I went to Egypt, I'd notice it, but I don't notice this. In San I was definitely wor wondering about the, the geography of it because, again, I was in a I place I'm not normally ever. I see people watching movies all the time, videos all the time, but maybe I just haven't noticed that the sound's there, but it doesn't bother me. And also, I'm the kind of person who when someone's doing something that I think is rude, I'll say something. I was on the bus the other day. This guy was on the phone yelling, fucking yelling about, you know, some, some tech douche bro guy. And we were like the only two people at the back of the bus. And I just flashed him like a give me a fucking break stare. 
And he looked very contrite and he, he toned it down. Like I say things to people and every time I say it, they usually like react in a way that I want them to or say I'm sorry because I'm, you know, I'm easily offended too. So I don't see this as big a problem as you do, but maybe I'm just not noticing it because I'm not as bitter an old man as you. I do want to point out one more thing before we move on. <laughs> I read an article uh, from some paper in Philadelphia where they talked about it being a problem on SEPTA, their public transit system. And they said, technically it's illegal, but it's not enforced. So what the fuck are you going to do? And they wrote this. They said, our Northeast neighbor, New York City, prohibits the use of, quote, sound production devices on the Metropolitan Transportation Authority service. Of course, this is, this is relevant to you and me, Bill, because we're both from New York. Such devices include, quote, this is the law in New York. Such devices include, quote, any radio receiver phonograph, <laughs> phonograph, television receiver, musical instrument, tape recorder, cassette player, compact disc player, speaker device or system, and any sound amplifier, or any sound producing device of similar nature. Phonograph, Bill. They left player piano off the list. I guess if we're like out in public, it doesn't really bother me. No, tell me, why is this insidious fever of the mind popular at the moment or, you know, in humanity? As much as I'm not seen as you, I don't doubt that you saw it and it is an issue and people talk about it online. This loud casting thing the kids are into. You know, I don't want to be all doom and gloom here, but the complete breakdown of etiquette, though every generation has said that about the next generation. But, you know, now I'm the old guy, so I'm going to say it about the next generation. Uh, and I also think we might be facing that. I mean, look, I think it's clear this country's accelerating toward a place where people don't care about each other, uh, each other as much. We saw that in the elevation of completely amoral politicians. We saw that in the, the selfish reaction of way too many people to the pandemic. Let's remember, most people reacted very well to the pandemic. Most people. It's, yeah. the, it's the messy minority that fucks it up for everyone. It always looks worse than um, it is, you're right. Yeah, and I think there's also an element of, look, like the breakdown of, I'm biased here, but if you don't like it, listen to something else. One political party has realized that everything valid they believed in is bullshit. So they've leaned into, you know, this thing, absolute freedom. Your preference is king. You can do whatever you want. You owe nothing to anyone. America's the greatest country ever. And if you say anything negative, you hate America. And I think this idea that everyone gets to do whatever they want feeds an idea that like, I should not care. Maybe I should care if something actually hurts someone. Maybe I shouldn't smoke in public, right? But I shouldn't care if someone, is this if something annoys someone else, right? Like, I think a lot of people see that line in their mind. I'm not going to hurt anyone, but if they find it annoying, that's their problem, not mine. And I, you know, despite the devil's advocacy I was doing before, I think we do have an obligation to an extent not to annoy people. I think in order to assess the popularity of this and the idea of it being popular isn't so much like a craze as it is a susceptibility and or proclivity towards doing this thing. Uh, because, you know, we're not talking about spending dollars uh, or moving towards a trend or being quantified as a doer of something, as you know, a bulwark. We're talking about people who are participating in a type of hygiene. So, I mean, to kind of quantify it as popular, you know, coming back around here, this is it's a quick it's quick fix satisfaction. Uh, I mean, you you want to watch TikTok 
on a yes. train or a cafe yeah. or, yeah. or you know, and you, either you don't want to dig around for earbuds, you don't have them on your person, you don't own them, or you don't, you just, you don't see the need for another appliance to listen or to they're, audio. They're uncomfortable. It's like people who wouldn't wear masks because masks were uncomfortable. Yeah, something like that. You know, and it's like, there are guys like, you know, you go on the 7 train right now, there's a dude who's playing, um, what is it, Nintendo uh, Switch, the thing, you know, the, the yeah, it's really it's, cool. Uh, Atari. Yeah, and it's like, you know, and they're, they're not, you know, it's just, it's the sound of that thing blasting through the rest of the 7 cab as it goes out to, uh, 40, 43rd Street, Bliss Avenue, or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, you know, the gratifications come instantly, and that's why this isn't people voting for something. This isn't people gravitating towards a thing. This isn't people making time for it. It just winds up being uh, whether you do it or not, simply based on ease of convenience. And if someone is, you know, if, if, if they're just auto-scrolling through Insta and the reels come up, or if it's TikTok... They just want to see six seconds, four seconds, five seconds, three seconds, 10 seconds. And that's what you're going to get. There's no reason to inhibit yourself from it because it's just what you want. It's in front of you. It's your thumb. It's a touch screen. And, you know, that's it's, that's the solipsism of the entire universe. You've created the world around you. You live in a pocket. There's nothing else except you and the stupid media that you're, you know, guys who are picking apples out of a tree. You know, whatever the TikTok video is by banging on the tree, having them hit the ground. Thumb to the next one of watching a cat sleep on its back at a Japanese bodega. Then thumb on to the next one, so on and so forth. And this is the endless repetition of your fucking life. I honestly feel like it's a pop-up ad every time people are doing that. It's like, yo, I don't have my phone out, so I don't want to hear a phone right now. If you were a young man now, do you think you would either engage in loudcasting yourself or find it far less unacceptable? I'll go back to your, to your talk about civics before. You know, I mean, I could have emphasized that as an adult. Like, I kind of believe in nothing higher than civics uh, to some degree. You know, I mean, part of it is me being out here in the world as a as a, a visitor from a foreign country and a foreign culture. But to bring it back to being a kid, that's being that's you know, the, the civics is essentially what what I know I can't do. I was I was what I couldn't do was louder than what I could do. So I was always afraid of infracting 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 the rules. Uh, punishment. Fracturing. And fracturing, yeah. Um, no, just fracturing. Fracturing, yeah. Uh, the, the punishment. Fracturing might be a word. Let me look at it. I don't know. Probably not. I'm sure you're right. Fracturing okay. makes sense. You know, the idea that it's like I, I and I had, you know, social awareness. The idea that there is there is such a thing as bad, bad hygiene, good hygiene socially. So in addition to not wanting consequence, which is a word that me and Noah bandy uh, between each other like a tennis player. Um, you know, we I'm aware of what constitutes abuse of the shared space. Um, also, I, I think as a kid, I had this, this feeling, it's a very pr primal feeling of if I've made a bad social hygiene decision, it was based on ignorance and not like flagrance. You know right. what I'm saying? So like right. the, the idea of being corrected, if it was an adult tapping on my shoulder and saying you're humming or you're, you're, you're making a noise, you're tapping, it's, you know, something like that. And it's like, oh, uh, I wasn't aware I was doing it. Now I'm kind of have a, an inkling of embarrassment because I was caught doing this sort of thing. And it's like, all right, well, I don't want to do that because it's not just somebody telling me not to do it. It's because I literally don't like that myself in the world. It's annoying to hear somebody else do it. I don't want to engage in it too. It's like, well, as much as it sort of smacks of a correction, a rebuke, I'm going to absorb that rebuke and sort of change my behavior to hopefully be a more hygienic person socially. That sort of thing. Also, the the as, as shitty as the sound of, of audio devices were when we were kids, 
Honestly, the sound is no better today. No matter how many microtransistors and rare earth metals are inside the iPhone, it hasn't made the sound of listening to public audio any better today than it was in 1984. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Walkman, you couldn't you couldn't listen without the headphones. No, but you still had an Emerson tape recorder. Or, yeah, you know, like, the you know, guy, yeah, yeah, the, <clears throat> the Radio Raheem guy walking around. That was. Yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing a cheapo ad on TV for like a Walkman and like. Don't be embarrassed. And it shows a guy walking down with like an old woman like tis tissing, tisking because he had his, his boombox on his shoulder. Must have been bad for your hearing. Uh, infract is a transitive verb. Well done, Bill. Um, so yeah, I think I'd be very similar to you. I think I'd be like an ignorant dumbass. So I would be, oh, I lost my headphones. One of the little pads broke. I can't find it in my bag. Fuck it. I just want to watch this video right now. So I would have done it in public. But then, you know, you and I, our friendship is based a lot on mutual shame. So, yes, I'd be <laughs> like true. you. Yep. It's true. Someone would tap me on the shoulder or, or tisk tisk me or uh, an old lady would give me a look or my dad would, would say something and I'd be so contrite and I'd stop watching the video or I'd turn the volume way down or I'd dig out the headphones, right? Um, just because I think being a digital native or – well, this is my thing, right? When I, when I was calling you grandpa before or whatever – I think the noise is less annoying to kids, to the next generation. Yeah. Or it's not even the next generation. I think, I've always said this, boomers are just as bad with this shit. I think it's less annoying to people who just don't stop and think about stuff. And boomers don't because they're the most spoiled generation in human history. And the type on their phone is like huge. You know, it's like 18 point type. But they've had everything catered to them. So why should they change anything? Um, Yeah, so I think I, I... Still have the the civics principles, but, you know, I violate my principles all the time now. Why wouldn't I if I were a young man? And um, I'd do it, but I'd feel bad when I got caught, right? I don't think I'd go, fuck you, I can do what I want. I don't think I'd be that guy, but, hey, you never know. Noah, let's uh, continue on. Is this a sign of the apocalypse? You know where I feel uh, land on this thing. <laughs> I think I do. Uh, yeah, it might be. Uh, but but I'm going to say it's not so much the breakdown of etiquette because this shit has always happened. The ancient Greeks were complaining about kids having no manners, right? But I think it, it, it might really be the apocalyptic thing because it is strong evidence of how addled our brains are that we hear all this noise everywhere. And yes, it's not like smoke, like carcinogenic nicotine smoke that has been conclusively proven to turn your lungs into fucking SOS pads. It's the noise everywhere is causing us distraction. It's hard to concentrate. It's hard to center ourselves. We become confused, we become angry, we become depressed, all sorts of bad things. And you know, it, it's sort of like the lead in the gasoline. Just over time, this stuff leaches into our bodies, our souls, our minds. And, uh, you know, I'm no scientist, I'm no doctor, but I have to believe it has a negative effect. And if the noise just keeps, you know, adding and adding and adding, the screaming, the screaming. And look, I, again, the ancient Greeks are probably complaining the next generation was noisy. So maybe this These is These kids with their anti-cathera mechanisms. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, you know, it's just, I don't know. The more noise there is everywhere and the more we don't care about the noise everywhere, I think the more we're really going to just kind of become dumb. I mean, I feel it myself just 
just having this device. But if the device, if everyone's device is intruding on my life all the time, it's going to just make it hard for me to get anything done. You know, I'm just going to want to scream and yell and, you know, this is why, this is why meditation is good, man. I've become a big meditator. Did I tell you this? It thickens your, uh, your corpus callosum. It actually changes your brain tissue, it's, I believe. It's good. It's good stuff. I could tell and your brain really, was thicker when we got on the call today. It's, I got It's like, you could see, look, you can see you the see side it? of you it poking it? out of my ear. Well, th this is going to be weird, Noah, but this is where I throw a Tums on the, uh, the bile of Bill Scurry for some reason. And I, I, I titrate my acid outlook because here's the thing. I'm, I'm actually going to mellow my tone. Hey, man, you know, we just went through a week where Morocco got hit by a natural disaster, Libya got hit by a man-made disaster compound, or a natural disaster compounded by a man-made disaster. The Hawaiian fires. I mean, there's a gigantic storm barreling up the East Coast that's going to, like, slam the Nova yeah. Scotia in 48 yep. hours or whatever. Yep. Uh, I, you guys all know that. But I'm just saying it's like I kind of don't want to sit here and fault younger generations for stealing some tiny little bit of gratification. You know, like he's like going back to your devil's advocate bit up front about how it's like, well, it's not smoke. It's not it's not parts per million in the drinking water. It's not something like that. It's, you know, the cost is just let's just say it, the cost is merely being shitty socially to assholes like me. You know, uh, old, old school Randy, what's it? The, the ethicist for the New York Times, Randy Cohen, I think his name is. I forget what. The yeah. Uh, or a, a Letitia Baldridge, who was the ethics police of her, like, you know, <laughs> Right, oh. dinner party. She would tell you which fucking fork to use first. And yeah, exactly. How to how to how to deal with your finger bowl. Yeah, serve serve bread from the from the left or the right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you know, I I will kind of like come down off of it and and say it's like, well, we really do have an actual apocalypse, and it's like as they're pulling bodies out of Fez, um, you know, Morocco right now, there are real problems in the world that just don't resolve don't revolve around tinny speakers playing sound into their ears. Yeah. Bill, are you jealous at all of the phenomenon of loud casting of the people who feel the liberty to, to cast in a loud way? Oh, I, I wish I felt liberty, Noah. Now, this is... Uh... I don't take this hard line. No, I should say this is this is one of those hard lines I do adopt, and it's not based on FOMO, which you know that's part of the part of the the remit of this podcast was sort of like investigating how much do you hate this because you can't have it, you can't enjoy right. it, right? Yeah, yeah. In this, this case, this is why we asked this question. Yeah, no, no, that's, yeah, that's the that, point of it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's part of a, 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 a I don't get it one hundred and one. Uh, so yeah, no, I don't feel I don't feel that FOMO, you know. Um, uh, looking, uh, looking at the the sort of the liberty, as you say, based on who, what are the liberty that the doers of this terrible social infraction are, are enjoying? It's like, well, I don't see what they're enjoying other than the fact that they're getting their thoughts confirmed. What the cat video sounds like, what the apple picking video sounds like, what the you know six second clip from Britney Spears dancing at the, at the pole <laughs> sounds like. It's like you don't need to hear the sound to know exactly what the met. You're not losing any any messaging in this whole thing. Um, it seems needlessly inconsiderate uh, uh, on the part of so many people via 
a means, you know, which is easily, simply, and swiftly remediated if anyone put like six seconds of thought into it. Yeah. So no, no jealousy whatsoever. So yeah, I'm jealous of, you know, and I probably say this for a lot of topics, the people who have such a lack of self-consciousness. You know, I am so self-conscious everywhere I go. I'm afraid people are staring at me. So I don't, I'm glad I'm not an asshole, but I wish I cared as little about what people thought of me that I had, I could be an asshole, right? Because frankly, I think you want one secret to getting ahead in the world, it's nerve, right? It's- Yeah, temerity, it's being, like you say, being, yeah. being not afraid of people, what people say about you. And while I think, you know, loud casting is not a way to get ahead in the world, I think, you know, not caring that much when you annoy people is, you know, when judiciously applied is an incredibly useful skill and I'm lacking in that skill. So yeah, I, I'm jealous of people who just don't care and live their lives because unfortunately they get ahead, you know? The people who, <laughs> I give this as an example all the time. I was on a bus once, right? Bus to Boston from New York and it was full. Every, almost every seat was taken and the only seat that wasn't taken, I noticed this was the guy who got on the bus early, sat in the aisle seat, piled all his shit on the window seat next Douche. to him. And because, you know, no one was going to ask him to move all his shit for that seat, he got the one extra seat. And I literally thought about going, excuse me, can I sit there? And, he, and unless he paid for the other seat, I'd keep arguing with him. Like, if he paid for it, okay, I lose. And you're just wasting money. But like, I go, well, I want to sit there. The, up, the downside of that is now I got to spend four and a half hours sitting next to this guy in a bus. And, you know, that's... Not my idea of a good time. You've proven your point. Exactly. Okay, so no, I'm gonna we're we're gonna on the scale of, of the terrible, yes. terrible boss, the alcoholic, yes, uh, bad social manager that this segment is named after, the kind <laughs> Oh, that's right. Since our last episode, some, yes. some news has got the uh, Felonian scale's name has been publicly justified. It wasn't it was you know what, everybody knew this. This was this was a story. Everybody knew this. I guy. actually didn't know this. Uh, this I did was, not know that. Yeah. This is one of those things. I, I, yeah. You knew that? You had heard that? Well, the alcoholic part, yes, that was the thing. And you know, when he nearly severed his finger, it's because he was low to beyond belief. He was a blackout. I didn't drunk. get he severed his finger doing what? Uh, nobody really knows for sure, but he he if you wow. look, it was like he had like there was like six months where he was wearing a giant gauze. He almost cut off his little finger, and I don't quite know how that know. is. Yeah, I and don't so watch his show. How would I know he was? Oh uh, well, because it was it popped through public. And then, granted, this is like sixteen, seventeen. This is okay. this is a while but, ago. By the way, if you don't know, this is where we talk about the Felonian scale. We compare everything to Jimmy Fallon, who we say is the worst person in the world. And the past few weeks, there's been a public story that people work for him say he's a yeah. dickhead, he's a bad boss, he's an alcoholic, he's a shithead, he yells at people, he's all that. So we were texting back and forth like, ah, we were right. But I hadn't heard that. I thought he was just a shitty performer. Oh, that, that is that that is not bad enough. I mean, I guess I guess one it thing, is bad enough, which is why we kept doing this. But now I feel like I'm more widely <laughs> justified. justified. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put this at the bottom. Uh, I mean, it's like pick. This take, is the worst thing. This well, is the worst I would take things. your pick with like I'd say six six other of our worst topics that we ever did. You know, it's like and it, honestly, okay. it's like it would differ, differentiate from. Snyder Cut right. or something stupid that I've Ryan's heard. World NFTs or you know other yeah. garbage Snyder like, Cut wasn't that bad no but Snyder Cut represented bad things necessarily other than the movie itself you know whatever yeah no I'm just pulling it out of my ass but it's like this this is like it's it's such a I don't know it just winds up being a chemistry thing where it's just such a because it's such a, a lack of hygiene it's such a lack of discretion it pisses me off in a way that like NFTs and, and stupid garbage monkey head selling bullshit 
doesn't necessarily tick that button. I could say that's dumb, but you know what? I, I could go my entire life without never being around monkey pictures, Paris Hilton monkey pictures, and it's like, yeah, everywhere I go now, I'm gonna bump it. I'm gonna bump into some douchebag playing something on his phone. Okay, well, I uh, I compare this somewhat to a recent topic of ours, the Montgomery Riverside brawl, which while I essentially approved of for various reasons, it was definitely an example of fuck you, I do what I want in our society, right? So I think it's a cousin of that. But since I kind of like that, so this is where you, this is where you map uh, loudcasting. You take a Montgomery Riverside brawl, you, you, you multiply it by negative one, so it's on the negative side of the scale, right? Then you add another bad topic, Colleen Ballinger, right? Yeah. The lionization yeah. of just bullshit. The toxic Just the flooding train. of yeah. bullshit into the zone because she's just not talented and she seemed to be everywhere. And then you take that result and you divide it by 2.72. Oh, yeah, yeah, 2.72, yes. Right. I thought about 2.71, but then I did some adjustments. I whipped out the T-square and the protractor, and it was just 2.72. Now so that, that I, was, that, I, it's that why was, you triple check your figures. That was your Oppenheimer moment with the cigarette dancing exactly. on the end of your lip exactly. and, the, and the hat exactly. on your head. Yeah. yeah, you know, they cut my scenes from Oppenheimer where I was an advisor at Los Alamos in the early days. And then I left because I, I didn't get along with the, You know, they, they cut my the scenes. woman from, that Florence Pugh played. They cut my scenes from the Oppenheimer Funds commercial, the one that was narrated by Gene Hackman back in the 90s. However, I did learn it was the right way to invest. That's what they told me if I learned anything. It is the right way to invest. Okay. If you, uh, I think we are we are finished with the show. There's nothing more. What, to, once we get to the Oppenheimer Funds reference, we've, we've tapped it Mazda out. Mazda Miata Car Bras. Yeah, we've covered it all at this point. So past episodes are findable. Use the passive voice on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill Don't Get It at gmail.com. Give us a review on the aggregators. Uh, that's how people were able to... Uh, Get enough money to go to Egypt for future diving trips, believe me. Yes, uh, we rake in the money with this. Yes, I am on Twitter, at William Scurry. I am on YouTube, youtube.com slash amcaesar. I'm on Blue Sky. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Graham Insta. I'm on Graham Crackers. I'm on Graham Linehan. All these things. Uh, Noah, where can people find you? Uh, go to bigquizthing.com. You'll find all sorts of photos of me in the context of my company, uh, The Big Quiz Thing, America's finest source for corporate and private live trivia events nationwide worldwide online not online hybrid uh had a, had a great couple weeks man i did i hosted an event for the uh, aclu in northern california that was fun they were a good crowd and uh we have uh what do we have coming up oh we have some rare instances to catch us uh for the public we're doing a series of science themed quiz events at, at hudson river yards in new york uh we need to post that on our website uh, but what is on our website, go to our website and learn about how on Wednesday, October 4th, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1%, 1%, 1 p.m. Pacific, we are doing another one of our uh, Big Quiz Thing midday trivia breaks. It's a one-hour, uh, middle-of-a-weekday trivia treat online, hosted by me, absolutely free, a great, a great instance to have some fun and see what we're all about, see what you get when you book the Big Quiz Thing for your custom live trivia event. Uh, that's October 4th, uh, RSVP today, bigquisting.com. I will see you there. and uh, Or hire us for your event uh, details, free consultation at bigquisting.com. And I personally am on Instagram at thenoatar. Okay, everybody. So until the next episode of this podcast, which we will play into your ear by tilting an exposed iPhone speaker towards you. We, we don't, don't get, get it. it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2023.